Tell us a little bit about your Dallas experience, what you think about the community here, and not just the artist community, but at large. Like, what do you think is going on in the Dallas scene? Oh, man. Well, first off, it's growing. It is growing. I'm talking like, have y'all heard that they were going to make like Universal somewhere and like Frisco? You know, yeah, Frisco. Yeah. I'm just like, what the? I got excited. Because I love Universal Studios, mm-hmm. but it's going to be like uh, Universal Studios Junior from what I hear. It's just really for kids. Uh, it's not going to be okay. like a, so for a us. theme park. Yeah. No, I think it's, I think first off, I think you're way too tall to ride the rides. That's insulting. I think it's not they're, from you. They're going to be, them. they're going to be, excuse me, why is it not insulting from me? Um, because I don't get insulted by you <laughs> okay, very much gotcha. anymore. But you know, they have like any, as much, uh, <laughs> but you know how they have like at Six Flags, it's like you have to be this tall to ride the rides. Yeah. Mm. Universal City Junior or whatever it's going to be like you can't be this tall to ride the rides <laughs> and you're about a foot tall so they're literally going to have to make a sign that says creator jewels get out yeah me and the markets are good though <laughs> yeah we're pretty much there yeah. we're at the Aww. max yeah we're at the max height we'll be riding everything it's gonna yeah. be like I'll like drop y'all off be like you kids have fun yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know what's going to be even uh like when I go to Six Flags I haven't been at Six Flags in years but uh, it doesn't matter how old I get I always like Looney Tune Kids Land Yes. Where everything's smaller, yes. but it's all Looney Tune themed. Aww. And I'll ride those rides all day long. They're not scary. See, I like to go on the scary ones just because I know I'm scared of them. And it makes me feel powerful when I can do it and not die. Oh, no. I, I was on a roller coaster in uh, in Hollywood this past time we went because mm-hmm. uh, Eric went to ride it. And uh, Bowser had just left the voice of Bugs Bunny, not to name drop in here, but... Uh, so we were on the roller coaster and I thought that I'm probably going to have a heart attack and I'm going to be dead. And I'm embarrassed the entire time because I'm like, what's the news thing going to be? You know, what kind of pictures are going to take of me dead? I'm thinking about this on the roller coaster because I know I'm going to freak out. So it doesn't feel empowering to me at all. Oh, okay. I'm more nervous and scared. And then what's, you know, like you I said. Mean, what, you don't get off and have an adrenaline rush? Absolutely not. All right. Well, good thing they're making it for kids. Right. <laughs> That's why I'm staying with the Universal Studios Junior. Anyway, back nice. to DeMarcus. I'm yeah. so sorry. I know you're here. So too. it's no, growing. No, it's there's yeah. Universal Studios for kids. Keep on. Yeah, there's that. And even then, like, I'm just now, like, exploring pretty much everywhere in Dallas, like downtown, uptown, design district, just trying to get my footing everywhere and even then trying to be more in the like creative community because yeah. um I, I just left from like a photo meetup the yesterday and what they are they're just basically social networking like th- like things for like photographers and v- like models videographers whatever if you're like a seasoned veteran or you're first starting out you know you want to come to where you'll meet everybody you'll take photos you'll have like good photo content for your portfolio and even then leave with a friend i just left from like oh my gosh i can only describe it as this i walk in there's a bull riding machine in the middle of the god floor mm. and i was like from then on i was like okay this is not a photo meetup this is a god party yeah now, oh man i okay, should have gone <laughs> now like the people who host it i love them the most i want to shout them out they are chaotic good they're like they're basically a group of like they only they do their own stuff too. They're photographers, videographers, but they mainly like serve to like bring social networking for photographers. Yeah. So like, well, and they also sell accessories and apparel, right? Yes, they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so this like this meetup, like they like to do themed meetups here and there. This theme was neon western. So you can basically come up like as a cowboy, cowgirl, or have <laughs> some neon on you. Last thing was retro future etc like they host these like meetups and it keeps growing and growing and growing 
So like this one was like up to at least 200 people. Wow. They sold 175 <laughs> presale tickets. And I'm just like, what? That's intense, man. But yeah, yesterday it was fun. It was like a bunch of people. I mean, <clears throat> I've been going to meetups like recently for the past like year or two. Mm-hmm. And like, it's always a fun thing because I like I see many people that I've like shot with that I like networked with. And like it keeps growing and growing and growing to where like with this one, literally when I walk in the door, someone to the right of me is like Demarcus, and I was like, "Hey, what's you up?" Feel like a celebrity, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It is like, Aww. but also I see like another person on the other side of the corner just waving, and then I would hear my name, and so it's like I have to be like the Flash and just go to every different person just to give them like my time and attention because you know I appreciate that yeah Yeah. and even then I'm here to have a good time take a couple photos here and there but also you know just have a good time except be like a celebrity I guess guess, he shows up late he leaves early yeah. You know, just like a celebrity does. But I make sure to always like say hi and bye to everybody. Oh, see, yeah. Not like a celebrity then. You got to work yeah, on that. If you want to be a celebrity. Irish goodbyes. Irish goodbye. Irish goodbyes. Uh, what is an Irish goodbye? An Irish goodbye actually will save you so much of your life. I actually watched or I read a statistic the other day that was like the people that Irish goodbye actually save two to three years of their life. So an Irish goodbye is when you go to a party and you have a great time or you don't have a great time you can do whatever you want at the party but the idea is that you just leave and you don't say goodbye yeah you're like you get tired you know how you get i don't know about you i i this is how i get when i go to a party i get there maybe i'm having a good time for about an hour and then about uh, an hour and a half in i'm like i don't want to be here anymore what i used to do in my 20s i would i would sit there and i would look around and wait for an opportunity to be like go up to the host and be like hey man great party or whatever i gotta get out of here though i got something tomorrow i'd make up something right i didn't yeah. really have anything tomorrow and then uh, now what I do now is I just like, I get tired and I just go home. Yeah. I just leave. No one knows. When did you leave? That They'll text me later on. I didn't even know you left yesterday. Yeah, I tried to say goodbye, but uh, you were busy talking <laughs> to somebody. And, uh, I, you know, I, I just had say, the other. I would say I'm in the previous cycle. So I used to do that where I would make sure to say goodbye to everybody. Mm-hmm. Hello, goodbye, all that kind of stuff. Because you want to be polite, you want to get to know people, you want to expand your network. At some point, you're like, I, I know enough people, and I know that these people aren't doing anything. <laughs> and the host, obviously, is doing something. So, like, you want to make sure that you pay respects. Because as somebody that also hosts events, like, mm-hmm. you want to make sure it's like, hey, thank you for spending your time and energy, like, creating this event, putting it together, organizing it. But now I'm moving more into that era where I'm like... Honestly, they know I love them. And if they don't know I love them at this point, then right. like... If I'm invited there, I know the person. Yeah. And I'll text them tomorrow or something. It's not that big of a deal. Like, I don't get offended if someone leaves an event that I'm, I don't throw events. But if I did have an event, I wouldn't be offended if somebody left. Because honestly, I would probably leave my own event early. I know? will say this. Yeah. I, yeah. The only two reasons I get offended these days are one, if you don't invite me to your party, because I am the life of the party. I wouldn't and invite you, you, though. Well, too bad. We yeah. would have beef. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but the second part is is when uh, I host a party and I invite you specifically, thinking that you're my really good friend, and then you don't show up, and then I'm like, "What if you say you have something though? Invite me to something right now. Invite me, and I'll tell you what I'd say." Um, hey, uh, Michael, I was gonna have this event next month. It's gonna be. Oh, a I'm meetup. busy. I'm so sorry. I would love. You know me. I would love to go, but I'm so busy uh, next month, especially. 
And oh, actually, you know what? I did invite him to my show at the Deep LM Art Fair. Yeah, I did. And yeah. this guy was like, actually, Deep LM, I just like, that's an unrestricted territory for me. I can't go there. I'm yeah, yeah. Like, she what? did. She goes, uh, I'm I'm having this thing in Deep LM or whatever. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I, I, I'm not. I'm going to be honest with you right now. I'm not going. But and she I, goes, why? <laughs> I said, because it's in Deep LM. I don't go to Deep LM. It's, it's understood. <laughs> like, right now, it's understandable. Yeah, like, yeah. I agree. Deep Ellum is like. I was like, in Deep Ellum last night. <laughs> like, it's okay. Of course, when I was younger, pretty sure Deep Ellum was just like this really glorious place for like people in your 20s and early 30s. Now it's just like danger zone. Yeah. Let's see. Last time I was in Deep Ellum, it was like a couple months ago. I was meeting up with some friends. We went to go get some sushi at Oni Ramen and then go to Piccolo. Mm. And so when we came from Piccolo and we were walking to our cars, there was some guy was just like following us. Well, he was pretty much haggling us just like, hey, do you have, you know, any money for this and that? And I was like, no, I don't have anything in my pockets. He was like, you know, <laughs> I love how you specifically said I don't have anything. No, in my no not. I mean, of course, I don't have anything. He, he was like, pickpocket you. He asked for my cash app, so I'm pretty sure he was up to something. And I was, he was like, he was asking for your cash. Yes, app? he was asking for cash app. Wild these days. Oh no, I would do that if I was a homeless guy. I would have uh, a phone with a square card reader, so I could like somebody says they don't have cash. I'd be like, all yeah. right, cool. Well, I'll take credit card. I would actually just cash go out and Venmo? offer people songs. I would be like, can I sing you a song and you pay me? But sing really bad so they have to pay you to go away. <laughs> That's actually strategy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, I remember, and he was following us. Even when we like crossed the street, he was still trying to haggle us. We were like, no, no, I'm sorry. We like fast walked. We were like, I went up to like my friends. We made a plan. I was like, okay, you go into this restaurant. All right. And then we just wait there for a bit, you know, wait till it leaves. And then we dart back home. Cause it's, it's yeah, like, you got a strategy. You're like, uh, you go here. You're like doing like army type, uh, movements. Eyes here. Secrets. This guy's yeah. Secrets. You're playing at your play to get around just to go to your favorite restaurant. Yeah. It's, in deep Elm. It's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I was like pretty much like paying attention to his movements and paying attention. Just be like, okay, what is he going to do? Right. And how am I going to get out of the situation? How are my friends are going to get out of the situation? And what are we going to do after? Thankfully, you know, he left. We went home. And, like, I went over to the apartments and, you know, just played with their two cats. There you Aww. go. See, that's safe. Yeah, that is safe. He is a hermit at this point. So he has one cat that he always is like, I got to get home to my cat. <laughs> that's my. That's really my excuse. I really just ignore the cat most of the time. Uh, but if someone invites me somewhere, I'm like, well, you know, I have a kid now, you know, he's, he's, uh, literally the first time he said that, I was like, oh, you, cause it was father's day. I was like, oh, I didn't know you had a kid. Mm. And he was like, yeah. And you want to see a photo? And I was like, for sure. And he showed me a photo of his cat in a, like a tie. <laughs> yeah. He dresses up. He has more clothes than I do. I usually just say, I got to get home to the cat, even though the cat, you know, it's a cat. They take care of themselves for yeah, the most part. Yeah. So, uh, but most people accept that as an excuse. So I just use it just like most people who have real children, human children, use them as an excuse. Oh, I got to get home. the kids sick. You know, I got to get home. So now it's just a way to get out of stuff Yeah. because I would make excuses before and people would be like, well, you, you, you can do that upset. later. No, they could just make it like if I said I got to be up early tomorrow, they're like, you can, you can, you can go to sleep and sleep for four hours. You'll mm -hmm. be fine. You just have a Red Bull in the morning or whatever. You know what I mean? Like people are always ex making excuses for you of why you should go to this event or stat later or whatever. And now I can just say, I've got to get home to get to feed the cat or let the cat out or whatever. And they're like, oh, okay. Nobody argues with that. So it's a win-win. And then I just go home and watch TV. Yeah. Yeah. 
I genuinely do not want to go out more than once a week now. I just, yeah, there's yeah. too much to edit. There's too much to do uh, in uh, my personal career on my laptop, which is hilarious because I think a lot of your career is networking and like getting to know people. Mm-hmm. But I think at some point you have to sit down and like really get into you. Well, here's what I'll tell you why, why I don't go out all the time anymore. I used to go out all the time and people that knew me knew where I was going to be at, at what time, you know, every day you would find me here at this place. And, uh, I realized as I started pulling back that it almost makes your value when people (gasps) see you rise because it's such a rare sight to see. Mm -hmm. If I walk in a place and I see somebody I haven't seen in six months, we have a much more enjoyable conversation, a better time than if I see them every day for yes. you know three it's days the in a row. The principle of economics is that when something is more available, the price goes down. Right. When the thing is not as available, the price goes up. Right, and it's the same on the my side. If I'm at the same place three nights a week, uh, I don't enjoy it as much if I just show up maybe like uh, you know a couple of times a a quarter or something like that. So I uh, and plus we're all creatives here. We all work on our own stuff. We have a lot of stuff to to our own businesses and things like that. And so I'd rather spend time working on that than going out all the time, spending the money when I could be making money. Well, yeah, I, like... I think, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but I am going to interrupt. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. I was going to say... Okay. As we Canceled. Go, uh, honey, it's happened more than once. Wow. <laughs> She's still standing. <laughs> With that being said, I think as you get older, you start to enjoy the place you live more just because you can afford nicer things. You have a place that you're like, oh, I'm comfortable here. All my favorite things are surrounding me yeah now you can go okay <laughs> no but like i mean especially me of course i i enjoy like being in hermit mode sometimes i always want to do like like this sundays sundays are my hermit days so that way throughout the week i can just like refresh rejuvenate i mean except for today because you know I yeah love, why not turn up yeah and so and even then my parents like they sometimes question like why would i like you know stay indoors sometimes because just like i I value like my alone time and even then there's a whole bunch of things that I need to like figure out and those things to figure out is okay what anime should I watch right now that I have right. not seen yet? I yeah. thought you were going to be like, I'm meeting all these people. Like, who are the people that I feel like are most connected to me right now? No, like, I, that, that too. That <laughs> yeah, too. But, like, I value I value connections and friendships, but more so, it's like, you got to love yourself before anybody else. True. Right. So, but yeah, that's just what anime is to watch. Let me water the plants real quick. How yeah, have yeah. I not done that? Right. And so... No, yeah. I get you. I'm with you because I, I feel like there's certain show, like TV shows I like to watch and there's certain times where I get busy and it, it's weeks before I can really catch up on these TV shows and I feel like it's something nagging at me that I got to finish it because otherwise it's going to get spoiled online or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I have to make time to watch some of these shows. You know, uh, I've got video games I buy and don't play. I like to, I like to finish those, yes, right? To get my yes. money's worth out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so these are like to-do lists, even though they're, they're really not really important things on the grand scheme of stuff. I like to make time to do that because it brings me happiness. Yeah. Or read a book. I got a lot of books I got to finish reading. Oh, I don't like to same. buy books and, you know, just have them sit. I like to finish reading them. So uh, there's a lot of stuff like that. So I get it. What what books are you like currently reading right now? Right now, it's all business type stuff. Mm-hmm. So I got one that's like a, a tax book, which mm-hmm. is really it's really easy reading. I love it. There's another one that's uh, about marketing that's incredibly boring, and I would not recommend it to anybody. I've stopped reading it like uh, I've been reading it for like a year now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the other book I'm reading, um, and I also wouldn't recommend reading like three books at the same time. <laughs> I just got really bored with that uh, marketing one and had to get something else. Yeah. I got this book from uh, Doctor Joe Despesna or whatever his name is, the meditation guy. 
Oh, okay. It's talking about his brain, how the brain can do certain things and all that stuff. It's like kind of scientific slash woo woo a little bit, but I like I the scientific the stuff. The woo woo makes no sense to me, but the scientific <laughs> stuff I like. Show me the data, right? I'm about three quarters of the way into it. It was so interesting at first, and now he's just repeating pretty much the same exact stuff from the first half of the book. I would recommend reading half of it, and then you got it. You don't have to read the other half. Bet. I got you. Can I recommend you like yes. at least three books? Yes. At least. Okay. Okay. Like I have my top 10. I have my top 10. So uh, actually I have some of them with me. Uh, you have books with you? Yes, yes dude. I'm, right. a, I'm a bookworm. Oh, you're so cute. I love that. That is one thing that I want to be doing more often is reading. I have a couple books that I'm kind of halfway through right now. And I used to be such a, like, I would read sci-fi books all the time growing up. Oh, yeah. What is that? Okay, so this one I'm currently reading is called Letters to Melina, which is definitely it's like um, it's a conversation in a relationship between a Czech uh, translator and the author, Franz Kafka, which started as just like, I guess, simple conversation turns to like love interest. And even then, like I've like read that the way he describes like his love for like anybody or anything, it's very poetic Mm. and that's something that i definitely want to learn how to do and even then you know like i typically want to like learn how to like describe my love and profess my love in many ways you know for my girlfriend you know because like of course just saying i love you it can work sometimes but then like once you get really deep into it it's meaningful right and that's like that's what i want to learn from this not only the relationship that they have but more so how can i Say more than I love you to my girlfriend. Right, right, right. Yeah. What's the other book? Okay, this this book is called Film for Her by Orion Collado, which is basically a visual diary. And it just has not only like poems and like words, but also like film photos. Like me, I'm like definitely in like film photo like era, like shooting. Of course, I've been shooting digital for about like five years oh yeah we've got to ask you what you did <laughs> yeah i've just been shooting digitally for about like five years but then like recently i'm just now in like more of like a burnout to where it's like, yeah okay yeah well you're like what's next right Need to reinvent yeah and so with that not only do i want to do film photography i want to learn you know i talked with michael about it uh videography even yeah. product design um web design of course, I'm a writer. Like I, I write sometimes, but I never really just like. Well, you have graphic anything. design skill too. Your yes. graphic design is really good. Yes, I'd be interested to see you do some mixed multimedia art once you've kind of figured out some of these other disciplines. It'd be really cool. Yeah, and like, of course, I don't want to lose photography forever. It's my bread and butter. It's what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's what. It basically what got me here. Foundation. Right. So it's a yeah. means to an end. It is, and so I don't want to lose it. I just want to take a break from it before I just like completely Fall out grow of sick of it. And yeah, even yeah. then build like you know i want to be a renaissance man i that's that's my goal i want to be a renaissance man man after my own heart and i have like a couple people you know for reference like for example donald glover um, oh yeah yes great example by the way donald glover tyler the creator yeah yeah donald glover's got to be the top of like first off how does this guy have this much time in the day to do everything dude i'm telling mm-hmm. you i think it's he's got a solid group of people behind him kind of like tyler the creator had yes. like the collective that he did that's what i've always wanted to do with how to be social man like i just want and it's been a constant like reinvent process kind of what you're talking about mm-hmm. you just keep growing it and growing it and then you figure out oh that worked that didn't work like what if yeah. you change it to how to be collaborative? Actually, the first event that I want to do is called the Art of Collaboration. So oh, nice. you're spot on, man. 
But yeah, just like I want to put in as much practice into those things as much as I do with photography. And even then, would I want to like make some money out of it? I mean, of course, because, you know, rich people, they have different streams of income. Like, yeah. of course, Shaq, he's not just a retired basketball player. He's a f-ing DJ. An EDM DJ. Yes, his name is <laughs> DJ Diesel. This big ass man in this like, he just makes a bomb. First off bomb ass like fire ass edm music even then it's just like you don't think of it Shaq as an edm dj that's just like currently where i am right now so you're like in a a cocoon era right you're in a metamorphosis era where you're you're winning as a worm you're in a cocoon (laughs) and uh now you're gonna be coming out as a butterfly or something. We don't know yeah. what it is exactly. No, no, like, yeah. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, definitely <laughs> no, no. in a cocoon yeah. here. <laughs> and even then, I don't know why. I cont- I want to continuously be in that cocoon era. Yeah. And the reason why is like, well, I always tell myself that I will always be a student. Of course, sure. I could be a teacher to some, but ultimately, I will forever want to be a student. I forever want to learn. I want to grow. I want to develop into my craft and like and develop in whatever it is that I want to do. Yeah. yeah. And so with that, I of course still want to, I want to be in my cocoon. Of course I want to like learn how to be the best for myself, like mentally, physically, emotionally, but also how can I serve, you know, the people of Dallas or even though like serve into my career. Yeah. So that's why I'm out here in like photo meetups, like socially I'm out here practicing with film photography, I'm learning and developing and growing to become like a top notch person that I want to be. And yeah. I know there's like a couple people for reference that I want to be. Well, I can say first off, I'm like Jules, I want to give you my flowers because she <laughs> was one like she was one of the like first people that I've met that like she was very, very social so much so i remember it first day i used to um be in her like internship i kid you not first day we met up in like bishop arts oh man i was manic as hell this day (laughs) we met up in bishop arts and like first off she was just like hey demarcus we haven't seen each other in a while yeah literally grabbed my hand like got me to the nearest bar like (laughs) said hey let me get these shots like she new people there which she actually did and i was just like what i was in like a learning mode yeah, yeah i was yeah. in learning i was not expecting to take shots my first said, what day kind of there. internship is this exactly <laughs> and so but like i looked back on it and i realized i was like damn that is like i call her a social dragon rather than a social butterfly because <sighs> And that's due to her work ethic. That's due to her work ethic. Yeah, that's her. I will. I'll give her. I'll, let me give you a flower here too. Come on. Uh, you know, take a flower out of this uh, vase here. <laughs> this vase. Um, but uh, no, I, I would say that's your biggest strength is the social aspect of it. Uh, if you had to pick one talent that you really excel in, and everyone has like a lot of different talents, right? But the one that you that you can hang your hat on is the social. Uh, aspect of everything it's so first of all thank you both that really did make me what are you gonna do with those flowers you're gonna put them in a vase or do you need something mine needs water right away i have a vase that's actually a bong a boss yeah that's actually a bong i'll put it in there for you guys (laughs) okay thank you oh hell yeah yeah (laughs) it dies in three days (laughs) we were talking about books earlier and actually uh, one of my favorite books that i read in high school is called the tipping point by malcolm gladwell Mm -hmm. and that book discusses three types of people salespeople, maven and connectors and when i was reading the book it basically said you need all three in order to start like an epidemic 
that's how Sesame Street happened and a bunch of other like trends and things like that. And I always resonated with being a connector. And even as I'm coming into this more hermit phase, just so I can get... It's a recharge phase. It's a recharge phase, but I noticed that the even... It's weird. I'm a, I'm in this transitional phase too, where it's like I'm taking some time more for myself. I can tell that I'm. Oh, I hate saying this, but I can tell that I'm getting older. I don't think it's. I don't think it's necessarily getting older. It's more of you're maturing. Yeah, you're maturing. Okay. Well, I because I know people that, that are like seventy that are definitely not like older. You know what I mean? Like they're still doing the same stuff they did. 50 years ago. They're young at heart. They're young at heart and they're just, but they're mature. They just make better choices. They're wiser. Yes, I will take all that. But mostly what I'm saying is that my body is slowing down. Like I am not the tank that I used to be. And you're very big. She's like, talk about Shaq. She's very big, which, you know, (laughs) the taller you are, the less oxygen you get. And I don't know if that's scientific, but that's how I think. So they say taller people don't live as long as us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's actually one of my favorite books also that he's like a <laughs> giant. He's part of the giant race and he dies at 27. Yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah. just trying to make it through the, my 27 years, right. to be honest with you. Well, 27 now. Will I live to see 28? The way things are going, I don't know. Oh. Who says that? Mac Miller. No. That's, yeah. That's, that's mm. incorrect. That no, it's not. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was Mac Miller. Nope, that was Tupac, yeah. but he didn't say 27. Uh, I changed it. I modified it. It's a parody I'm pretty law. sure there's a song with Mac Miller. Well, Mac Miller ripped that. it off from Tupac. Oh, my bad. I didn't so, know. So, you know what? That. Hey, everybody rips something these days. I have noticed that about artistry that it is like, in order to find your foundation, you have to copy it best well, and there's then a, take the little parts that are you out of it. Right. There's a book called- uh, Steal Like an Artist. Yep. Yep. That's a great yep. book. Steal it's Like a, an Artist. It's a great yeah. coffee table book. Um, it's real small. But it's so perfect. Everyone steals. Everyone steals. Everything, you know, you, like as, as a photographer, mm-hmm. you probably uh, tried to emulate what you liked about certain artists or whatever, and then you develop your own style from it. So, oh, and let me give you some flowers too here for a second because Who? Which exactly, one? Uh, Demarcus. I'll oh, give you okay. some flowers. Later. Let me get you another vase out of here. I know a boss. <laughs> uh, but when I first met him, I felt like his photography was. He was just trying to get as many, a thousand, I think we talked about this during your internship too, is like, you need to get a thousand photos underneath your belt because the first thousand are always going to be the worst. Mm-hmm. And now he just told me the other day that he has people that are like, wow, your photography style is so unique. I love it. And it's true. It's really developed since the first time that I've seen a photo that's come out of you. And a lot of the shoots that you're doing are so unique in nature that I don't see a lot of people doing. It has nostalgia it has commentary on society and i really just enjoy the pieces that i see come from your account these days <laughs> oh damn <laughs> you see that she just took the flower you gave her and then just re-gifted it back to you I, did you see I that no i know and it's a shared flower oh is it we'll put but, it in a window in a church somewhere yeah <laughs> i i definitely like appreciate it i have came you know such a way with photography but uh michael to answer your question yeah, like, of course, I've definitely seen, like, even then, like, photographers, like, let's say a very seasoned photographer make this great A, like, masterpiece. And then another one would just be like, here's the same one, but just a little lighter. And yeah. that, I'm I'm sorry, do not, do not take a photographer's, like, picture and, like, edit it just because you feel like it should be this way. What right. if it's moody for a reason? Right. What if you can't visibly see that person for a reason? Like, that's, I think that's one of the photography, like, pet peeves. And even then, like, okay, the the way that I realized that, like, ideas, they're not original. Because nine times out of ten, 
they have been made before or they have been altered from the original thing way back to the renaissance yeah and so once i realized that it's like okay the only way it can be like stolen or plagiarized is if you do the exact same scene with the exact same people with these exact same shot frames yeah and like there 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 have been times where i've seen like different photos like they would seem stolen but everyone's creativity is different sure so you know it's you know it's like you call it what you is but i feel like collectively if everyone's like yeah that's just straight up plagiarism then i mean yeah yeah and i think it's okay if you're like there have been times where i've done uh shoots that are like this is the recreation of like Marilyn Monroe. I mm-hmm. recreate a lot of Marilyn Monroe looks just because one as now is a, it Monroe or Manroe? Definitely Monroe. It's Monroe. Definitely Monroe. Okay. Um, with that being said, I have recreated a lot of her looks because I am trying to emulate part of who she was. You're trying to uh, pay tribute, mm-hmm. essentially, mm-hmm. right? I mean, no? yes, because I have respect for her and I honor her, but. It's like there are voice so on TikTok when you do like an audio reel of somebody, right? Like I'm trying to recapture her facial expressions, how she would show up on camera or how she would say things because she had really mastered the art of seduction, Mm -hmm. the way that she talked. You know, our last guest talked about changing your diction so that you could pursue a career. And I think there are moments like that when it's purely for learning or knowledge or, you know, just trying to advance yourself, whatever you're trying to do, that there are moments that are okay with that. But you do need to say, hey, this is a recreation. Mm -hmm. This is me learning and being honest about that instead of just being like, well, I'm the goat and I did this, you know, and I'm so unique. Like, I definitely believe that, like, Everyone's constantly learning. Yeah. Nobody has lived this life once. And even though nobody has done these careers once. Like, of course, I've never done photography before. Like, of course, I've been doing this for about like five years. I went to school for it. But even then, like, of course, I never done it before. So I'm constantly learning new things. And I find enjoyment in that. Because, mm-hmm. of course, I can have my flowers. People can say that, like, oh, he's the, like, he shoots really great stuff. But it's like, of course, I can't just sit with it because what if I make something good right now and then like years later I made the biggest thing that would influence my career then like I'm that's what it is. I always want to improve and like constantly learn. Hence why I will always be a student in this game. Yeah. And I will say, I feel like somebody for me that I personally admire is Miley Cyrus because, you know, she started Mm -hmm. off in the Disney career. She was like. You can tell she had suppressed like this sexier rebel side of herself. And I feel like that a lot in my life. Zero through 18, I feel like I was very like, you, I was, I did what I was supposed to do. I went to basketball practice, I went to school, and I came home and I had my hobbies and that was it. And then when I hit 18, I was like, man, I didn't realize that one, I was attractive. I thought I was like ugly up until the point that I was 18. And then all of a sudden I was like, people were like, you're hot. And I was like, wait, what? You know? And so <laughs> you said it like that? Like what? <laughs> yeah, like Grimace. Like, like Rover from Sesame Street? <laughs> yeah, oh straight up. So uh, I then went into this phase of my life where I loved partying and I loved being out and about and I loved being social. And it wasn't that I hadn't been social before. It was just that I just hadn't tried to be a part of the mix all the time. You're realizing 
Yeah, it was a realization that I was like, I am allowed to be sexy, free, and fun, but it also needs to be balanced, which is what I'm, the transitional balance I think that I'm learning now is that I can be out and about in the mix, but I also want to honor that principle of economics, pick and choose what is most aligned with who I am now that I have a good understanding of who I am and go out to the things that I think resonate mostly with me and also where I don't have to wait in the line. Because if I have to wait in the line, I'm like, I'm too old for that. My knees hurt these days. Of course, some lines I'm not cool with, but like other times, like, There'll be times where I have nowhere to be. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Starbucks. Yeah. Sure. If I just want like a strawberry LC with lemonade, I have nothing else to do. And there's like a line that's just right down the fucking highway. If I have nothing, then it's like, I mean. Yeah, or like yeah. a really good restaurant that's really, you know, a lot of people. It's yep. It's got a lot of buzz. I don't mind waiting in line because I also block out a portion of my day so I can spend three, four hours there or whatever I need yep. to to get there. So, I mean, that's fine. That and even lady, it- Lovejoy Place that just opened, mm-hmm. Kate Schwarma, who I hope I said her last name correctly, uh, who just opened it, actually posted on her story. She was like, look, nobody, there is no list. <laughs> there is no VIP. If you show up Don't tonight, ask. yeah, thank yeah. you. Don't text me. I was like, I had so much respect for her because there is that game of who knows who and like, she really is coming into the scene with something that's a little bit more unique and different and old school. And I just really appreciated her saying that online. Yeah. But like with the whole lines thing, like it practiced patience because I, I f- promise you there. I don't know what it is with like Texas people or Texas drivers. Nobody has patience in the God world and it shows. Oh, yeah. I have no patience whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> I have a tattoo behind my left ear that says patience and people are always like, oh, what does it say? I was like, oh, patience, because I need a little more. But I also put it in a place that I can't even really see it. So, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that shows you how much patience I have. Well, Demarcus, it's been a pleasure. I hope uh, we'll have some people help you carry out all these flowers that uh, Jules gave you mm-hmm. uh, today. But uh, where can we find your work? Where can we see your, your next projects? Okay. Let's see. Um, of course, Instagram, Twitter, threads recently oh you're on threads too (laughs) yes i am and with that like the whole threads versus twitter thing it feels like i'm a child whose parents are recently divorced yeah and now i'm just trying to figure out whose weekend do i want to spend right who's gonna where you get the most presents at do i want to go to daddy mark or daddy Daddy, elon yeah (laughs) and so i would you know it's and that's the thing twitter is just Twitter with Elon threads is Twitter without Elon. Yeah. And you can see the difference. But um, yes, Instagram, Twitter, threads, at DM the creator. I mean, hey, you'll probably like see me out in the street or out and about. Or you'll probably see me on somebody's Instagram. I just am excited about see what happens when you pop out of this cocoon for a little bit. I know you're going to go back in, right? To learn more. Oh, oh, definitely. I'll tell you, uh, just to kind of recap on what you were talking about, about always kind of learning and, and never really ever feeling like you you don't there's nothing else for you to learn right mm-hmm. uh one guy that i always look up to and i talk about him all the time is william shatner the actor who played captain kirk in the original star trek and and all that uh he's an actor that's uh better you know he's 93 years old if you look at him now if i showed you a picture of him he looks like he's maybe in his 70s and he's still active he went to space uh when with jeff bezos uh like a year ago mm-hmm. oldest man to ever get into the you know out of, leave the atmosphere uh, what I think has kept him so young is the fact that the guy is always learning and fascinated about life. I listened to an interview with somebody that had seen him in a green room of some convention or whatever, and uh, he was reading a book about birds or elephants or something like that mm-hmm. and how they interact. And so it's it's inspiring to me that 
Uh, you never really stop learning. And if you continue to learn and you continue to be curious and explore, you kind of stay young and you have yeah. that energy yeah. and excitement for life. So. And, e- and even then with that, I mean, of course, my nature, I'm, I've always been like a humbling person. Yeah. But best believe, I will talk my shit when I need to. Because right, right, right. Ooh, I love I've, how his tone no, Because like, of course, levels. like I get like, I've worked hard. You I've know worked, what you know. I yeah. know what I know. And of course, I will always be humbling. But there will be times where I'll talk my just to know just like hey yeah you know i'm learning but i can also pop off right so there's that duality yeah well that's awesome man thank you so much for coming on and uh i can't wait that we need to have this again we need to talk about uh what you're doing next when you have a, a big project oh yeah that'll be fun I think this is fun this is fun <laughs> like, this is my first time uh, ever on a podcast oh well, thank so. you we did great coming. flowers thank you thank you <laughs>